So, what is a geographical cure? And while we're at it, what is controlled drinking? Well, at first glance, controlled drinking, if you don't know what it is, and it probably sounds like trying to control your drinking while you're out. You're, maybe you're monitoring or you're pacing or whatever. You're trying to control drinking while you're out. Turns out controlled drinking is something completely different, and the geographical cure is one of the ways that we do it. Welcome to the Drunk's Dictionary. My name's Dave, and I'm an alcoholic. Welcome back to the Drunk's Dictionary. Once again, I'm your host. My name is Dave, and I'm an alcoholic. So, the big topic of today's discussion is controlled drinking. What does this actually mean? Well, controlled drinking means things that you do as an alcoholic to try to control your drinking. Now, there's a million different ways that we do it, and we get really clever and, and creative about this. But um, to, to list off a few, um, and go ahead and just go, you know, done it, raise your hand, whatever you want to do, and check them off if you've done these. Ready? Switching from liquor to beer. Switching from wine to beer. I've actually done the thing where you switch from beer to liquor. No, seriously, I switched from beer to liquor one time because I, I was like, oh, I'm getting fat from all this beer. And I thought maybe if it was liquor that it would be less fattening. And, and then I tried switching to liquor. And um, all I did, well, well, instead of getting shit-faced drunk off of drinking 24 beers, I just got shit-faced drunk off of drinking a couple bottles of whiskey. It didn't really do much. Um, how about this? Drinking only at night. You ever try that one? Yeah, I tried that. Uh, I'm only going to drink at night, period. Only, only when the sun's down. And then, of course, you know, family wants to go to the beach. And, well, shit, I can't go to the beach and not drink at the beach. I mean, who goes to the beach and doesn't drink, you know? Yeah, and then, of course, once you drink at the beach one time, well, well, that's it. I mean, you know, you're day drinking. We might as well. We, we already broke it. You know how it goes. Ooh, drinking only on the weekends. Have you ever tried that one? I'm not going to drink when I get home from work. I'm not going to drink. I'm only going to drink on the weekends. That's it. Just the weekends. And then, of course, you know, that shit don't work. Because, yeah, you drink on the weekends. But then Monday, you get home from work and you're like, oh, hell no. I need a, I, I need a drink so bad because it was just, no, uh-uh. The whole reason I, uh-uh, no, I'm drinking. Drinking, you know, you know what I mean. Um, how, about, how about not drinking at home? Have you ever tried that one? I'm only going to drink when I'm out. I'm only going to drink, like, at bars or at parties or restaurants or something like that, but I'm not drinking. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not drinking at home at all. And then, you know, you pretend you're going to keep it in. I'm not going to have any alcohol in the house. And yeah, that, that okay. What else? Um, ooh, drinking a glass of water after every drink. Have you ever done that one? I have. I know I have. I've done this thing where I'm like, every time I drink a beer, I'm going to drink a glass of water right afterwards to, to try to help how drunk I get. And really, all I'm trying to do is just drink more beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're trying to pace it out so that you don't get drunk so that you can just suck down more beer. Um, not drinking alone. Uh, that's it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to just drink by myself at the house anymore. I'm not going to, no. I'm only going to drink when others are around. A lot of people try that one. A lot of people see that as like a mark of an alcoholic. If you drink alone, then you're an alcoholic. And trust me, I think you can tell by this list. If you've done any of this shit, you're an alcoholic. Drinking with the clock. I've, Jesus, I've done this one. This is where you, like, you go, all right, I'm only going to drink one beer every hour. You ever do that where you, like, try to time or, or chronologically, whatever you want to call it, where you, that never works, though, does it? 
Because what will happen is you'll drink a beer at 3, and then you'll watch the clock till 4. And you drink a beer at 4, and then 4.30 rolls around, and then 4.45 rolls around. You're like, all right, well, I mean, it's almost 5 o'clock, so I'm just going to go ahead. I'll make my new time on the 45s, not on the hours, and, and, and you, know, you know what I mean. Uh, what else? Uh, drinking only with meals. I, that's a major rule for everybody, right? Oh, you got to eat when you're drinking. You don't want to drink on an empty stomach. You always got to eat when you're drinking. But you and I both know that we don't do that shit, do we? We drink all the damn time, whether there's food or not. What else? Uh, not drinking at work. Yeah, if you, if you, yeah, you know what I mean. If you're serious, if you're serious drinking, then you know, drinking at work has been no thing, especially if you have a job where like you take clients out and you know, things like that, then yeah. Also, I mean, you know, there's, there's a guy, I've never been one of them. I, I just, for some reason, I was always really good about separating like work and drinking and stuff, but hey, there are guys that'll sneak off, not sneak off, but they'll punch out, go to lunch. They'll have a few drinks at lunchtime and then they'll come back and finish the day. I, I worked with a guy one time that he always like in his coffee, he had some rum in his coffee and he was just fine with it. And then he drank throughout the day and that was just his life. So yeah, that's a, that's one of the major ones, not drinking at work or not drinking before work, you know. So that's an incomplete list. That's clearly not all of the ways that we all try to control our drinking. But that's what controlled drinking means. Whenever you're doing one of those half-ass efforts to try to halfway drink half the time, you know, okay, well, then you're half-ass doing it. And there's actually a, a phrase that is pretty popular in the AA meetings. And it comes directly from the big book about how half efforts availed us none. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pretty close. And that's what it is. It's half efforts. And you know how half efforts work. They don't work halfway. They just don't work at all. I mean, sooner or later, whatever rules you made for yourself drinking, you're obviously going to disobey. That, and that's controlled drinking. Now, it's not exactly a, a method of controlled drinking, but it's close. Let's get to that term geographical cure. If you've ever heard anybody talk about having a geographical cure, what they're saying is they're literally assuming, hoping, thinking falsely that geography will cure them of their alcoholism. Basically, oh, well, now that I'm moving to Atlanta, I just won't drink when I get to Atlanta. Now that I don't know where the bars are, or now that I don't have a new life and I have a new job and I have even people when you move out of your apartment and you have new roommates, or whatever it is, any time that you think you're going to use geography to cure your alcoholism, one, you're just dead-ass wrong. There's no way around that. And two, you're hoping. You're, you're not, I mean, let's be real. You, you've tried at least, at least half of the little controlled drinking things that I mentioned in this list alone. You've tried at least half of them, right? I know, I, shit, I tried almost all of them. And that's just a small list. I don't, I don't even have a complete list. So think about all the ways that you thought you were suddenly going to fix it. You thought you were going to get it under control. You thought you were going to handle it. Geographical cure is just another one of those ways that we thought we were going to get fixed by no efforts of our own, right? Just because now you suddenly are going to France for three months, now suddenly you just think I, that'll work. But the thing is, it's just like controlled drinking you're not fixing the actual disease. You're not curing the disease. You're just curing things around it, hoping that that'll fix it so you don't actually have to do the work to fix it. Some of the best advice I ever received when it comes to controlled drinking and trying to control your alcohol is a guy 
we were in this meeting and we were all talking about controlled drinking. And he said that he keeps a bottle of chocolate X-Lax in his liquor cabinet. And the reason he did that is to remind himself he cannot control what liquor does to his body any more than he can control what X-Lax does to his body. And that's actually a really good way to look at it. If you can drink a bottle of X-Lax and just suddenly exercise some super will and control over your body that you won't have a reaction to X-Lax, then by all means, you can definitely control your drinking. But if you're like me and every person in the world, you cannot control what's going to happen to you physically if you drink a bottle of X-Lax. And if you're like me and every other alcoholic in the world, then you can't control what's going to happen to you if you drink alcohol. Again, this is called controlled drinking. And it is absolutely, unquestionably, miserably unsuccessful. You will never get by on any of these half-assed cures that you think are going to do it. The only way to do it is to start targeting the actual disease instead of the symptoms. And <laughs> I'm sorry, there's just no miracles. You're going to have to do the work. We've reached the part in an episode where most podcasters would thank their sponsors. But I ain't thanking shit, because I don't have any sponsors. The only sponsor I have is my employer, who writes my paychecks that I use to pay for this podcast and all the costs associated with it. So, if you like what I'm doing, and you want to help me get better at it, and you want to support me, then donate whatever you can to my Patreon account. Because I don't have, I'm doing this on my own family's budget, and I'm not doing very well with it. So throw me whatever you can if you like what I'm doing. Also, if you want to reach out to me, if you want to get in touch, you want to send me a message, you, you got any questions, you, you got suggestions for what I should be doing here, um, email me. I'm at a drunksdictionary at gmail.com with no apostrophe. Once again, that's drunksdictionary at gmail.com with no apostrophe. And join us next episode where we discuss the 13th step. I thought there were only 12. Turns out there are 13. Thanks again for listening to The Drunk's Dictionary. Stay sober, friends. <laughs>